Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50% to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hello, Australia. Welcome to My Millennial Money. It's Glenn James here. And today, I thought I'd jump on and do an update uh, with what's going on with the government packages. I've got Phil Thompson from Thompson Financial Services, a good friend of the show and who has helped many of you with your own financial planning. G'day, Phil. How are you? Hi, mate. How you doing? Mate, I am well. Now, I did ask John to jump on this, but I called him earlier and his phone rang out and then he called me back just a short time ago and he was driving back from the beach. So, when What is he doing at the beach? <laughs> well, it's not on Bondi Beach. He, he actually was up in a, a national park beach. So I dare say that he was the only one on that beach. So Okay, that's good. If you can't get the best with Pidge, who do you get? You get Tomo. So now this is all moving so fast and this episode I'll prob- it won't be up permanently. We might just keep it up for a couple of weeks because things can change. Since the first round of the stimulus package uh, on the 12th of March, we've already had a second tranche roll out today and if you are listening uh, later than when we're recording we're recording this the evening of the 22nd of March now the the key takes that we want to go through which which was announced today is as follows I'm going to get them up and we're going to answer your questions after this as well so the first round was $17.6 billion and the second round, which was announced today as a relief safety net package was $66 billion. Now, to work out what a billion is for those who don't know, that is $1,000 million. So that's a lot of bloody money that's being pumped in to the economy to keep this ship alight. I'll go through the broad brushstrokes and then we can kind of chat about a few things and then we'll get to your questions. Uh, But on the economic front, small businesses, and thanks to the ABC News website for helping me put a little bit of this together, small businesses will receive cash payments of up to $100,000 and some people on welfare will receive another $750. Now, they are temporarily doubling the job seeker payment, and that used to be called New Start. They're allowing people to access $10,000 from their super this financial year and another $10,000 next financial year. They are allowing small businesses to have a loan up to $250,000 with a term of three years. Uh, just a few quotes here. Uh, we cannot prevent all of the many hardships, many sacrifices that will Uh, we will face in the months ahead, uh, the Prime Minister said. Uh, There's another quote here, the nature of these payments and the purposes of these payments are changing. So again, there could be another update next week with a different package. We just don't know. Uh, And then Mr. Frydenberg said, in relation to sole traders, uh, with uh, the the withdrawals from super will be tax-free and available to those who are eligible for the coronavirus supplement, as well as sole traders who have seen their hours of work or income fall uh, reduced by 20% uh, or more due to the coronavirus. So let's first start 
because um, we're going to cover all of this. And Phil and I, before we jumped on and recorded, we, we just want to cover mainly four things right now. The first one is if you're a casual employee and you get laid off or if you're, a, if you're working full-time for a company and your hours get reduced so you're actually out of work, what do you do? The second one is if you're a, a small business owner uh, and you might have a company or a trust entity and you employ people. The third one is if you're a sole trader um, and you employ people or if you don't employ people, what's that do? And the fourth one is the access to superannuation. And of course, there's a heap of questions that we'll get to after that. But Phil, do you want to start maybe, let's start with the people who may have lost uh, hours or are off work. And it might be easier, Phil. I'm just going to go to our question page. If we answer a question from Kelly, Kelly Dawn in the Facebook group, can we please confirm what would be available if someone was still employed, but the employer is shutting down for six months and you have to take unpaid leave? Is the government help available to them because she thought they may have missed, if not, a whole heap of people that are out of work? So, Phil, from what we understand, and we'll put the links to the Treasury uh, and the government fact sheets in the show notes of the podcast because they're really handy. So, for someone like Kelly, what would happen if their work was shutting down for six months and they're out of leave entitlements? Yeah, good question. Um, if, I mean, so yeah, as, as you said, there's plenty of links to the treasury things. We've spent a good hour, hour and a half reading over them all um, and we're relatively smart guys and it's quite difficult for us to read it. So um, some of the main things are you, you will or you're most likely going to be eligible for the job seeker payment. So it's like, um, it's like the new start allowance. It's moved to now being called the job seeker payment. You'll also be eligible for an energy supplement, which is worth you know, 90 bucks a fortnight, plus a coronavirus supplement of $550 per fortnight on top of those payments. Um, yeah, so they're, they're the main things. The other thing is your super. You can, you, you will have, you will be eligible to access your super money. Um, so if you're off work for six months, you've got two lots of $10,000 you can pull out of super. Now, so the long and the short of that is if you're a casual worker uh, and you are earning less than ten seventy five a fortnight, uh, you can receive the full Corona supplement of $550. Now, it's important to know everybody's situation is different and we are just two guys with a microphone trying to just do a broad brushstroke to help you and encourage you to say, one, you know, help is out there and two, from a, you know, our listeners' point of view, I just wanted to jump on here and say that um, through this time, we'll be here encouraging you and helping where we can. So effectively for Kelly, she does have possibly the, uh, the new start job seekers allowance. Yeah, that, right? that's, that's my read on the situation. Um, technically, yeah. she'd probably still be employed, I'd imagine. Um, so, um, but I think the, well, I, we know that the eligibility of new start or job seekers payments is becoming a lot easier. Yeah. So they've basically said you can just jump online and prove your identity online. Um, they've waived a whole heap of um, asset tests for a lot of this stuff. And certainly uh, if you, if you really had to, you can pull some money out of your super, but we'll get into that a little bit later. Uh, what else do we want to cover? What, I guess what's important if you're a casual worker or a sole trader, uh, if, 
Sorry, Phil. No one one thing to note is, and and the harsh reality of it is, it is going to be unfair. Like as as Scomo said, it is going to be unfair. Some people are going to win out of it, and lots of people are going to lose out of it. And so, looking at someone next to you and going, "Oh, how come they got ten grand because they, you know, run their own business?" Or how come they got, you know, the job seeker allowance, but I only got the Corona supplement? Um, the the harsh reality is, this has come out all really quickly, uh, and it's not it's not going to be fair across everyone, across all situations. Yeah. And, you know, we we were sworn to secrecy, but uh, in just reading through all this stuff, Phil and I did have a conference call with a contact that I've got in government and they had five different versions of this announcement today. So they were like, oh, no, that was, you know, tranche one and they scrapped that. So, there's a lot of moving parts because they just have to help as many people as easily and as fast as possible. And it's never, ever going to be perfect. This is a once in a 100 year event. Uh, it's the war of our generation. You will be telling your grandkids about the Corona war that you've been through. So we are living in history. Uh, so that's why it's so important to check out all the information in the show notes and if in doubt, have a conversation in the Facebook group because there might be someone who knows who's done the research. So we're all in this together. Let's move on now, Phil. We can oh, let's touch to let's hit on uh, sole traders. There's yeah, let's go to sole trader because there's there's heaps of questions on sole traders, and I'll read the first one. I'll read two questions, and then I'll read a, an example uh, from the Treasury website. So Amanda says, "I'm set up as a sole trader." I also support between three to six other small traders in my business. Because she's set up this way, I can't call them employees or access any support, but obviously they rely on me. The second one, uh, Amy says, I understand that as for sole traders, you'd be happy for the, you'd apply for the job seeker payment because there's no asset test. So you'd get the whole payment. So that was, I guess that was more of a, a statement from Amy, but Number one, I'm going to read an example that is on the Treasury website and they've got fact sheets. Chris is a sole trader running an architectural practice. He specializes in home renovations. I love the backstories they give with these examples. <laughs> yeah, they were so rushed. They still I know, that's right. Yeah, he, he's a specialist. He's got a niche. Chris's practice has been successful over the years and he's been able to build up a reasonable amount of assets during his career to a level that would ordinarily make him ineligible for an income support payment. So basically they're saying he might have a heap of money in the bank, he might have a heap of investment in properties. The economic downturn due to coronavirus has adversely affected Chris's business and his income has been reduced to zero. Chris will be able to apply for the new job seeker slash coronavirus supplement and will not have his assets included as part of the eligibility assessment for the payment. He will also not be required to serve a uh, liquid asset test waiting period uh, as that's been waived. So basically, this guy, he's a sole trader. He's got an investment property maybe. He could be worth $3 million. Uh, he might have hundred grand in the bank, but his income has reduced to zero. Uh, Chris is eligible uh, for the job seeker payment. He's also married. Uh, they said he can get 510 a fortnight plus the energy supplement of $7.90 per fortnight, plus the coronavirus supplement of $5.50 per fortnight. This brings Chris' total fortnightly income to 1068.70. So it's based, 
it's basically just under 30 grand a year. So just under about $14,000 over the next six months that he would get as a sole trader. Now back to Amanda, when she said that she's basically a sole trader and she has other trades that contract to her, she may actually do a quarterly BAS statement. So the $10,000 initial injection as part of the $20,000 minimum payments that they will give small businesses actually are triggered by the W1 and the W2 form on the BAS. So Phil, what's the W1 form on the BAS? Great question. So when you when you do the BAS, if you're self-employed, sole trader, got a company, you do a BAS um, activity statement, business activity statement. And so in there, you've got your GST section um, and then you've also got a PAYG tax withholding section. Uh, and so that just talks about like what's your total salary and wages within the business is W1 and W2 is what is your total uh, tax you're withholding for your employees. So as an example, you can be a sole trader and employ people and you still have to fill out a BAS every uh, six months or every three months if you are registered for GST and basically I don't know this, Phil, and maybe we just don't know, but I would assume because the small business, I guess, cash injection is triggered by the ATO on the BAS, as a sole trader, if the W1 and W2 was filled out, it could trigger that $10,000 payment for the March yeah, quarter. So, uh, yeah, our, our mate in government confirmed or, or suggested, um, told us that if W1 is, if there's any number in your W1, then you'll be eligible for that $10,000 payment. So basically, Amanda, as a sole trader, speak to your accountant and bookkeeper because there might be some strategy that uh, if you haven't been using the W1, uh, you could maybe employ yourself through your own BAS. And then certainly for Iana, um, you would certainly look at, you know, if you do have a company and you are, uh, have no employees, maybe it's time to employ you for this quarter. So practically how it works, Phil, is the government have said they'll give 20 grand to small business as a cash injection. Now, we'll just assume that you're paying uh, your BAS quarterly, which is you're required to collect uh, GST if you're earning over $75,000 a year and you pay that quarterly. Now, when you fill out your business activity statement, the first installment, so we're coming up to the end of the first quarter of this year or the third quarter of the financial year, yep. uh, January to March, when you fill out your March BAS and submit that, if there's figures on the W1 or W2, they'll give you 10 grand. Then for the June quarter, they'll give you another five as a minimum. And then for the September quarter, another five as a minimum. But that's the minimums. As the maximums... Uh, where are the maximums, Phil? It's up to $100,000. Sweet. So basically what they would do, if, for example, you had to pay $10,000 for the quarter for uh, GST, they would just net that off so you don't pay the ten grand. Is that correct? Uh, they're not, no. No, uh, they're not flushing money around in circles. Like they're not charge. They're not letting you pay the ten grand because you fill out the bath and then you pay it later after it's submitted. That's right. I mean, yeah, that's right. So there's... There's actually two two payments. Um, one is the government's letting you maintain or, or keep your PAYG withholding. So if you've got 10 employees, you're all paying them a wage and you've got to withhold their tax, 
the government are actually saying that you can um, keep that money uh, yes. as, a, as a bonus. So instead of paying that in your BAS, in your quarterly BAS, or even monthly, depending on how big your PAYG is. Yeah, you're and that's what I think. I'm just assuming for most of our small business listeners, it would be just the minimum of 10 grand in the March quarter. That's right. Yeah, yeah, that's what I would be expecting. Anything else is that, it's a bonus. And that's why you just need to speak to your accountant uh, as soon as you can. Yeah, that, um, yeah, that, that, that $10,000. So, so that WT, uh, W2 is that withholdings tax. Yeah. Um, the government in the first trench of the stimulus package one, as I call it, um, they were letting you um, keep up to 50% of that withholding. So if you accumulated 10 grand um, for your staff's tax, over that quarter, the government was saying you can keep five grand and pay us the other five grand. Yes. In this stimulus package two, they've actually said, no, nah, we're bumping that up to 100%. So um, you can maintain that full 10 grand. Now, what we're not 100% sure on is if that 10 grand bonus is inclusive of that tax withholding or that tax withholding is on top of that. Mm, mm. So again, we're not accountants, check with your accountant. Um, I want to talk now, Zeke has a question, what about partnerships? Well, again, a partnership for the most simplest terms, it's, it would be treated like there's just two sole traders. So again, check with your accountant on that. But uh, the long and the short is you would still be eligible uh, for income support, uh, and again, a partnership can employ staff, right? So if a partnership completes the BAS form and they fill out the W-1 and it triggers a payment, you still might get the $10,000 as a partnership. That's right. So there's another question here from Zoe. I'm a casual employee who's come back from overseas and I've had to be quarantined for two weeks. Do I qualify for any government help? Uh, again, it would be the... Have we answered this one, Phil? No, I don't think we answered this one. Uh, so it's basically because you're under the threshold of not earning any money, you can just basically go on government benefits. Uh, so new start or job seeker, whatever they're calling it and basically get the 1200 ish bit under 1160 something, 1162 a fortnight. Um, there will be people, if you are on family tax benefits, uh, what do you get Phil? Yeah, so uh, Stimulus Package 1, they announced a once-off $750 payment for anyone getting any government payments, so family tax benefits, age pensioners, new start allowance, any any money you get from Centrelink uh, was pretty much eligible for a once-off $750 payment and they're actually doubling that. So Stimulus Package 2, they've said, we'll actually give you a second payment. So in terms of the actual dates, uh, I think the first one... Uh, I thought I wrote them down. I think the first one's in April and the second one's in maybe June or July. Oh, July, yeah. yeah. Um, for those two $750 once-off payments. Yeah. So the I just want to move now to superannuation. So basically, this is a bit of a catch-all for everyone. On or after the 1st of January of this year, if you were made redundant or your working hours were reduced by 20% or more, or if you're a sole trader and your business was suspended or there was a reduction of turnover of 20% or more, you could access your superannuation essentially tax-free of $10,000 this financial year. And if you were on government benefits like Centrelink, it would not, they would not assess it. There's a couple of... So there is a bit of a catch-all for super, right? So there's a question here. 
from Steph. Interested to know your thoughts on taking out super. Obviously not sure yet what the eligibility or conditions are, which we just said, but are we better to write it out as best as we can and leave money in super? I assume it would be extreme hardship only. So not really extreme hardship because all bets are off at this moment. So if you're made redundant, your working or hours reduced by 20% or if you're a sole trader, your turnover is less than 20%, you can get up to 20 grand from your super. I guess we don't have to answer Steph's questions, but there's a question here from Joel. I'd like to know a bit more about the superannuation hardship cash out. I want to be able to withdraw the 10K to pay out my credit card and actually have a better leg to stand on through this. So number one, Joel, there's a two-point question here. You've got to make sure that you're eligible. So if you haven't been made redundant or if your work hours haven't been reduced or if you're a sole trader that you might have a cleaning business and all of a sudden you've got this contract cleaning trains at night now. So your income might have increased. So if you are eligible, um, what would you say, Phil? Uh, it's a tricky question because, um, I mean, we've got to be – Obviously, be sympathetic. People are going to go through pretty hard times. If you're already behind the eight ball, you're in credit card debt, you're feeling pretty stressed out, you're going to be even more stressed out. So um, definitely uh, sympathize with people in that situation. Um, but my, my major concern with it is um, you, you've already proven that you, you're in credit card debt. Um, for whatever reason, um, you're in credit card debt. So pulling your money out of super when super's dropped, you know, 20 odd percent uh, in the last few weeks to then pay off that credit card debt um, may not be the smartest move. However, the caveat being if you need um, to pull money out of super to pay for food, to pay for essential services, then I think it's, it's, it's an option the government are allowing you to do because they know that, you know, you want to be able to use your money first. Yeah. And, um, and it's that old saying like just because you can doesn't mean you should. So if he, number one, he might not be eligible. Like he could have a job uh, working at the Telstra call center and there's, it's just business as usual, right? So not eligible. But if you are eligible, it actually means that you've had a financial hit. So I would also say for those who might have had a financial hit, you've got to move your debt to minimum payments. Tell the credit card company to get stuff. Don't pay any debt down until you're through this crisis. That's what I'd basically say. So if he did qualify for super, it means he's in financial hardship, which that means everybody in financial hardship at this time, minimum payments on everything. We are keeping cash. We are at war here with getting through the next six months. That's all it is. It's we've got to survive just so we can fight another day financially. And if, and if your credit cards are with one of the major banks, the RBA came out and, and have basically backed a lot of um, the, the banks and said that you guys need to be more flexible, you need to be you know, better to your customers in this point in time. So, um, so you can't, yeah, first call is to call your banks um, yeah. and don't think about dipping in your own super before you have a chat to the bank and see if there's any arrangement where they can extend the interest, um, you know, and, and reduce your repayments as much as possible. Um, so that's, yeah, that's. Yeah. And banks are, banks are going to be very helpful during this time. Like, so we've yeah, just we got all, a day at a time. We rail on the banks a lot for being so profitable, but in this point in time, it's exactly when we want them to be profitable. Totally. Totally. Um, I want to move now to another question 
there's some people sent some uh, questions in on Instagram. Um, yeah, there was a few questions about will mortgage repayments, uh, mortgage repayment stops be passed on to renters? Um, what about rent or mortgage payments or pauses? Well, number one, I, I don't think it'd be very, very highly unlikely. So me as a landlord for the government to demand I give my renters rent relief. I just don't think that's going to happen in our lifetime. And that's why they are giving um, support to those in financial time so they can pay their bills. Now, sure, if you're a landlord and you're cashed up and you know your tenant is out of work and you're in a position to reduce the rent, you might do that. That's completely up to you. But I think for what we'll see in the coming week or two is state government incentives, possibly, because we know... A lot of the state governments, um, they levy the payroll tax. They've kind of helped out with a lot of small businesses that way. So we haven't seen that much from state governments yet, but I think there'll be more to come. Yeah, let's hope so. As, as you said, I agree. They're not going to legislate that all mortgages need to be frozen. I've, I've seen lots of people in my Facebook feed asking for mortgage payments to be stopped. I can't see well where that happens. Yeah, and generally, if you're in financial hardship, uh, contact your bank and see if they can... Uh, pause the mortgage repayments. Now, what will happen is a lot of the banks came out last week and said, we're going to pause repayments on small business loans for six months. Now, what they do, they just capitalize the interest and the repayment. So, it's not ever free money from a bank. Uh, they will just help out where possible. So, that's what we've got to know. Banks don't give away money. Yeah, capitalizing the interest, what that means is they just tally it up and then once you go back, they just add that to your loan. Yeah. So there's, in terms of banks, there's no such thing as free money. Um, and there was one other question. Um, I'm just having a look here. Um, oh, Brooke says, no question. I just wanted to say thank you. Well, thank you, Brooke. Um, and this week I'll be doing an episode with John about uh, the property prices and what we think will happen. And just, we're going to kind of, we'll keep the regular show going on Tuesdays and we'll do more bonus content on Thursdays that will topical to this time. And also if you haven't already subscribed to my millennial money express, which is, I guess my little podcast, and I'll be doing kind of a lot more five minute little content things, anything else to do with small business or what about this credit thing, Phil? Yeah, yeah, that's something I was going to bring up. Um, governments are making it a lot easier uh, to get loans for a small business owner. So um, they're uh, making banks be more flexible to small SMEs, so small business, um, to be able to apply for the loans. So in terms of, you know, I don't know, any small business owner who has applied for a loan as a business, it's very difficult to get. Um, so the government's come out and said, we need to make it freer flowing of credit. Mm. And what they've also done is they're backing uh, small business loans up to uh, $250,000 per borrower. Mm. Um, so it's easier access to money um, and government guaranteed. Um, and so so that's that's a great um, you know incentive for small business owners to be able to get through. And Yeah, and I guess we'll, we'll finish up... Um with a bit of a summary, again, jump in the Facebook group. There's a heap of stuff in there and I might try and add a tag to the coronavirus stuff. So number one, so sole traders and casuals, if you found yourself affected by the economic uh, downturn, 
you'll be able to access a coronavirus supplement of 550 a fortnight for the next six months on top of other benefits. So if you're already receiving JobSeeker uh, or Newstart, you can claim both. Sole traders and casual workers who are currently making less than $1,075 a fortnight will receive the full supplement. If you're a single parent, um, you'll t- you can get the... Uh, I'm just having a look here, Phil. You'll get the maximum fortnightly payment of $612. Um, if your income or hours have been reduced by 20% or more, you can get 10 grand from your super tax-free. In, in this financial in year? In this financial year. Financial and then year. from 1 July, you can get another 10000 If you're not eligible to receive um, the coronavirus supplements, um, different households may receive $750. So a lot going on. I think just keep, and I'm just reading on the ABC News website because they've been pretty good. They're, I guess our government, they're supposed to fund all this crap for us anyway, all this information. And if you are a small business, uh, there's a few ways that you can skin a cat, but I'll certainly be looking to speak to your accountant ASAP before the end of March because there could be some things that you can do. Oh, then the other thing, Phil, so people don't go and start a company tomorrow just to get 10 or 20 grand from the government. Uh, they're saying that you've had to have an active. Yeah, they're basically making sure people don't game the system. Yeah, so you, the payments will only be available to active eligible employers established prior to the 12th of March. So if you run out and start a business tomorrow and say, oh, I've employed myself, um, no, sorry, you've got to have already been in business from the 12th of March. Uh, our contact inside the government said if your business hasn't had a full year of turnover, uh, you might have to manually clarify with the government, uh, with the ATO. So. Now, I just want to go, while I've got everyone, things are going to get a little rough. While we've been recording this, New South Wales and Victoria have basically imposed a lockdown of non-essential services from Tuesday. So I think we just have to stick together. I might try and do some more videos through the Facebook group and I'll try and um, keep everyone encouraged. As far as I'm concerned, Phil, all bets are off, aren't they? It's just what do we need to do? to keep healthy, keep encouraged and get any entitlements that we are due from these new measures today. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's a matter of going that, you know, we, we've got to be, (laughs) we've got to be together as a community, be more forgiving of of everyone around us. Um, You know, as I said earlier, like, no, it's not going to be fair. These payments are going to be unfair for so many people. Um, and yes, we need to keep our government accountable, but also realize that they've spent what 90 odd billion dollars, um, in these cash incentives. And so in these next kind of, you know, 30 days, six months, whatever it is, I mean, my, my personal view is get your head out of Facebook other than the my millennial Facebook page, get your head out of the news unless it's, um, essential. Um, Mm. and just focus on spending time with family, focus on the things that you can control. Don't worry about the things that you can't control. Yeah, and just wash your hands. It's funny, Phil, like I think it's good that we've shut down things temporarily because I would rather personally just have a bit of a rip of the Band-Aid. Let's shut everything down. It's crap. It sucks for maybe a couple of months, two months, three months. I don't know. No one knows rather than this prolonged six months of stay at home but cafes are still half open. 
Yeah. You know what I mean? Like it's just, this is, again, we are living in history and, and, and there's lots of scrambling around as a, as a part owner of a cafe myself. Yes. Um, there is what lots of scrambling you, what, around. What are you guys, obviously now you're going to have to shut. So Phil, tell us about your small business with the cafe. Yeah. So, I mean, I'm, I'm a kind of a small, a small partner in a cafe. I predominantly run my own financial planning business. Um, but in terms of what we're doing, we just, we just found out the news all of two hours ago that uh, Victoria is closing down non-essential services. So, um, we're not too sure for us as a business, we will get payments. We, you know, maybe there will be some rent relief, um, is what we, what we would hope for. Cause that's a huge cost. But that month. rent relief, you know, the government is saying that you would do that out of the minimum, say 10 grand that you would get this quarter, um, for rent relief. So are you saying you would hope maybe your landlord is a bit helpful? No, I mean, I mean, sure. We'd probably ask, Yeah, <laughs> but, um, <laughs> But no, no, we don't expect anything from our landlords per se. Um, but it's more, yeah. I mean, we we will be behind for sure because of it. Um, and anyone who's in the cafe business knows that it's not you're not swimming in cash all day long. And so for us, it's I'm not so concerned about us as a business. Um, we've got two partners that are outside of the business. I'm more worried about our staff. We've got yeah. you know ten to twelve casual staff. Um, and, you know, we, we can't keep paying their wages. So for us, you know, I was talking to one of our staff. We had a staff party last night um, and one of them's looking at buying a house. And so if we shut down for a certain amount of time, then, you know, how's that going to impact her home purchasing? Um, I hope so you kept me, your social distancing last night. Yeah, yeah, of course we did. Uh, one and a half metres away from each other. Um and so, yeah, so for me, it's, it's, you know, I'm less concerned about myself personally and the business. It's just our staff. We, you know, mm. it's their livelihoods that, that is a big concern. And yes, these, you know, $1,100 per fortnight payments are really helpful and a and huge for them, um, but it doesn't go to replacing their income. Mm. So remember, everybody, just hang in there day to time. If you need to just strip your budget back and rebuild during this temporary time, your priority is rent, food, uh, utility bills, so your electricity, phone, internet, and transportation if you still have to drive to work. Um, but I just want to like, with this social distancing thing, I had a look on the World Health Organization website and the things to avoid are this. All gathering of religious, commercial, official, or personal nature, uh, e e.g. like markets, cinema, conferences, weddings, party. So you shouldn't have had that party last night, Phil. Tuition, gym, dancing, um, social visitors or non-essential workers in your house. So again, just because you're friends, you shouldn't be having your friends around for a dinner party like because you could be carrying this thing. And it's funny, Phil, like at the time of recording, like we are – I, unfortunately, my aunt um, is, we think she's about to pass away. She's been um, very ill in a uh, nursing home. Mm. And, you know, we've got to maybe bury her. Um, like they've started planning a funeral. And I was talking to my mum yesterday and she's basically, you know, she's kind of said her goodbyes and she's kind of just prepared to go, well, if I don't go to the funeral, well, I would rather keep safe. Um, so 
I don't catch it or spread it. So it's just things are different and it's temporarily so. Yeah, making those difficult calls. Yeah, the yellow light, do with caution. If you had a couple of family members over, um, traveling in private transport, um, no public transport unless it's a necessity, buying uh, food in a grocery store or supermarket. So, yeah, lockdown means just non-essential entertainment stuff will be shut down. Supermarkets will be open. Um, butchers will probably be open. Bakeries will probably be open. Um, the green light, the safe to do so is take a walk or job in an open park, cycling, play in the home or garden, um, read a book or listen to music in private. <laughs> I can't believe they have to spell this stuff out. Uh, play games or watch TV at home, home cooking. So use this time as well. Like if your job isn't affected and you can work from home, how can we flip side use this time to really go, let's get my budget in order. Let's get things because not everyone will go through the same thing. There'll be people that will be living literally week to week, fortnight to fortnight, really hardcore in financial stress. And I'm actually going to have a psychologist on to do an episode with uh, mental health and money, uh, particularly in these times. So we'll do that within the next fortnight and get it up. Um, But if you've got a solid government job or a solid job, like you're not going to be going out as much. Can you smash some goals can you really go okay over the next three to six months i'm gonna like i'll probably save 200 dollars a week just on cafe food feel like it's yeah it's crazy so we're definitely saving money like like my bit my my financial planning business won't be affected we're 100 percent remote so for us like business as usual always Mm. and and has been and there's going to be no impact so for us the only change is our personal living expenses is going to drop significantly Mm, totally all right well we might leave it there but everyone let's continue this discussion in the facebook group phil thanks so much for having a chat with me and thanks for our anonymous government source who spent the hour before this conversation with phil and i kind of distilling all this stuff so we do appreciate you shout out if you're listening and again i reserve the right to say anything we've said in this um is incorrect you need to speak your own accountant and your own um definitely and look at your own situation on the government websites i'll put a link in the show notes phil talk soon everybody we'll keep in touch we'll keep current and yeah have a good night see you guys bye If you're after personal financial advice, this podcast is not for you. But if you do want a financial advisor or mortgage broker to talk with about your own personal situation, head over to sortyourmoneyout.com, click get help, and we'll put you in touch with one of our trusted professionals. Many people do not realize that slavery still exists in the world today. That's why My Millennial Money supports A21. We want to highlight A21 as they work to abolish slavery and human trafficking all across the world. If you want to support A21, visit a21.org.au for more information. If you're listening to this podcast, there's a high chance you have disposable income. Glenn has a mandate to get everyone giving, saving, and spending in that order. Now, we want to encourage you to be generous with your money, but choosing an effective charity can be difficult. An amazing resource you can use is thelifeyoucansave.org.au. 
You can donate to them and they'll distribute your donation to a variety of life-saving and life-changing charities around the world with a focus on eliminating extreme poverty. For more information, visit thelifeyoucansave.org.au. Thanks to Jess Knaus, executive producer, Laura from La La Social Club, and me, Asha. Uh, anyway, make sure you stay connected via Instagram, our free Facebook group, or if you want to turn it up a notch and be on the inside of the show, become a member of M3 Private. For further information about what's going on, check out the links in the show notes. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.